morning. Good morning, sir. We want to thank God that He's encouraging us and He will continue to encourage us to continue in Him and in Him we shall remain in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, let us pray. Father, we just want to say thank you. We give you praise. We give you honors. We give you adorations for who you are, for what you are doing, for all that you are yet to do. Lord, we surrender unto you and we say to you, Lord, be the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For the grace that has in every way stood us up this morning, O God, from our bed, we are grateful. For the free air, we are grateful. For making us to stand even in you this hour, Father, we say we are grateful. Take all of the glory, take all of the honor. Even as we have made our declarations, O God, so your word says that whatsoever we have said into your ears, that is what exactly you will do. Therefore, by the declarations which we have made already, Father, we ask, O God, much more than that, Lord. Lord, establish upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Your light to shine upon us that we shall be testimonies and we shall be your living praise of our declarations in you. That, Father in heaven, we, O God, we in every way bring Christ even into the doorstep of everyone that we meet today in the name of Jesus Christ. Even as we hear your word, O God, we surrender our lives unto you. We are asking, O God, break us, Lord. Mold us, O God, afresh and fill us with your spirit, my God, for us all to come out the way that you have established and designed it to be. That when we appear, O God, Christ will indeed speak through us and appear in us and we shall be your living testimonies. Thank you, Father. Even as I yield myself unto you, Lord, use me as thou wilt. At the end, we glorify your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Once again, I just say thank God and I say good morning again. And I want to say God will help us all to remain in Him and to be fulfilled in Him in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I started a teaching song the last time I appeared and I said I will try as much as possible to bring them <coughs> together and that uh, let's see how we go further and uh, let's see how God will encourage us the more. Uh, the t- teaching I started is that every problem does what every problem has a solution. There is a solution to every problem. And uh, in that, in that, my introduction, I try to make us to understand that, behold, the Bible makes us to understand in the book of Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. It said, behold, I am not ashamed of the gospel of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because it is what? It is the solution. It is a power of salvation. It brings victory. It brings deliverance. It brings answers to every man's question. And so I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. 
to everyone that believes. It brings salvation. It brings victory. It brings the glory of heaven from heaven even to the doorsteps of any man who would truly believe. So the key word is, as we believe in the gospel, as we believe in the good news, as we believe in the message that Jesus carries, what will happen, it will bring a solution. And it is my prayer that God himself would help us to believe his word, to believe him, and to walk with him expressly in every area of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And to help us further to, in every way, have confidence of believing in the person and in the name of Jesus Christ is the reason why I want to just give us this little exhortation today. Uh, like I said before, behold, when Eve, when Eve was met by Satan, he asked him, did God say this? And then he now made him to understand how much God would have asked them not to eat of the fruit of this or not even to touch of it. And then God, sorry, Eve, Satan told Eve, no, God knows that the moment you touch it, the moment you eat the fruit, the moment you, you, you go to that fruit, what will happen, you will be like God. And then if God wants you to be like him, God would have told you, do this and become like me. And so Eve wanted to become like God when God was not in in the statement or God was not in in her coming unto him. And myself and yourself knows that the more we take up the word of God, the more we believe the word of God, the more we chew the word of God, the more we stay in the the word of God. That is what will make us to become God himself. He said because, because he called them God to whom the word of God came and the scriptures cannot be broken. So if God wants you to be like him, he is the one that will give you the greatest invitation and will tell you how to come in and be like him. But Eve missed it when when the devil came to deceive her. We will not be deceived any longer in the name of Jesus Christ. We have been deceived enough. We have been deceived enough. And because of the deception that we have walked in, and many of us are still walking in, that is the reason why many things are, are the way they are today. But God will help us so that we will, we will look what we will focus on the solution. We will focus on the solution and no longer the problem. Every problem has a solution. And Jesus is the answer to every problem. Jesus is the solution to every problem. And that is what I bring to myself and yourself today again in a new dimension. Brethren, I want to I want to look at two quick things. Two quick things, two quick things. And number one of it that I want us to look at is that, behold, there are two things that, two things I focus on every moment of my living, every moment of my living. I try to look at these two things and I check on it very well. It is like, like the Bible says that, behold, the word of God is a mirror. And so I look at these two things, and in everything that I do, in everything that I do, consciously and unconsciously, I take these two things as paramount. I take these two things as paramount. Few days ago, Reverend Williams was talking to us, and then he said to us, he said, he said, let's look at concentration. Let's look at focus. 
Let's look at the way the, these people walked with God or they focused on him or they concentrated in him. Thank God for, 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 for Pastor Oku. In fact, the day, the, two days ago he was ministering, I was just, I, at a point, I was just singing a song in my spirit. And I listened to him until I, I started singing that song out within me. I need every most gracious Lord. Temptations lose their power. When that night, I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour I need thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior, I come to thee. He spoke that day, and I I was singing this song aloud within me. And again, like I said, I will not just tell you that it is a thing that I want. I focus on it too much. I focus on these two things too much in my daily work and in every everything that I do in the place of ministry, even when I'm going on going to work, even when I'm walking on the way, I focus at these two things too much, too much. It's like the word of God says, it's a mirror before me. It's a mirror before me. And so I want to share them with you so that we see how we can look at our lives from, a, a, from the same perspective or even add it to the focus that you have in God. And number one of it, remember where where God uh, where where uh, God would have brought Abraham into this world, and then at the point in out of him, say, look, I want to, I'm calling you out to walk with me, be separate, and then I will show to you how much I can do and how much I can beautify somebody. And so Abraham started his work with God, and in the course of his working with God, they needed a child. They needed a child, or they needed children. They needed children. And then at a point, the age was no longer telling on them. The age was, was not a problem around them. And then look at the cancer, the wicked cancer. Look at the look at the wicked and and a very difficult cancer that Sarah, the wife, would have given to the husband. And what was that cancer? Look at my maid. Look at my maid. Go and lie with her, with her. And then maybe from there, God will remember us. And then Abraham could not in any way stand the test of time. He couldn't stand the test of time. And what happened? He went in. And then look at the problem today. Like I said to you earlier on, I focus at this, one of these in a very great way. One of these two things in a very great way. And so Abraham went in and led with the girl. The girl conceived and had a child. But hear what God said. Hear what God said. If you look at it from the book of uh, Genesis chapter 21, if you, if you, well, it's a long reading, but I really want us to look at that long reading. I want to look at it from about two or three verses of, the, of that chapter, Genesis chapter 21. If you, look, if you look at it from verse 8, it said, And the child grew and was winged 
and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. Verse 9 says, And Sarah saw the son of, of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, uh, unto Abraham, mocking. Hear that word, mocking. What am I trying to make myself and yourself to understand? That behold, the child of Hagar was what was a son. Isaac was a son. But look at one already, even at a point, at a, te at a teenage age, he was already mocking the other one. And then in verse 10, we are told of that same chapter, Wherefore, she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bond woman and her son, for the son of this bond woman shall not be here with my son, even with Isaac. The greatest problem, the greatest problem that we are facing today in the place of Christianity. What is that? Remember in the same in, in the book of Galatians, chapter 4, if you start looking at it from verse 21, there you go to 29 or to the end of that chapter, you will see the same story there. How God would have in every way instructed Abraham to say, The child of this bond woman will not be here, cast him out. And God is so faithful. He said to uh, He said to Abraham and to Hagar herself, He said, "Look, I will bless them. I will I will make a nation for them, and then behold, they will be blessed." And God fulfilled His word. But look at what it is causing myself and yourself today in the place of Christianity. The child of the bond woman is like Paul said, is what is a child is a product of the flesh. I repeat, the child of the bond woman is a product of the flesh. I'm not telling you now that the Muslims are or wherever, whoever you want to tame them to be. No, 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 no. The child of the bond woman is a product of the flesh. And today, myself and yourself would have read it in pages of the Bible that behold, the flesh is at war with the spirit and the spirit is at war with the flesh. Isaac is a product of the free woman which is a product of the spirit. Behold, look at Ishmael. His word is a product of the flesh. Brethren, look at the church of God and not let, let us not to go far into the church of God. Let us go far into myself and yourself. Can you see the flesh at work every moment of your life? Can you see the flesh? How much is the flesh at work in your life? Have you, have you sat down to reason it? A man will want to dress up and then he goes to the mirror and say, how do I look like? A woman will want to dress up and, and look at herself and say, I mean, well, my wife, my, my wife, I would say, has come to the place of deliverance. Dress him up and tell me, how do I look like? I turn away, I turn my face away. Yes, love wants to say, oh, tell her that she looks nice and all the rest. That, that is nothing but what the flesh at work before you leave the house to say you are going to church. The flesh is telling you, 
how this, how that? I said to her, as you are, you look beautiful. I said, but not at the point where she wants to come to meet me and say, how do I look like? The flesh at work. Look at how you dress sometimes. Look at how you eat certain things you eat. Look at the way you behave certain ways as you behave. And we call ourselves Christian. The flesh is at work. The flesh is at war with the spirit and the spirit at war with the flesh. The Bible makes it very clear that in, the, in these days, many of us want to serve God after the flesh. Many of us want to hear the, the messages that we want to hear. Our brother said, spoke to us two days ago, Pastor Oku. He made us to understand, he said, there is something that makes me come into your presence my helper have you come to god as helper check your ways check yourself the flesh is at war what am i trying to say every problem has a solution and our god is bringing us into him to work with the solution of our life to put the solution into work to anywhere we appear let us present the solution which is jesus christ how much is jesus taking you over how much has he taken you over in the in the way you eat in the way you dress in the in the way of life that you are doing like i said in, within me i check myself it's like a checklist of me how much have i given myself to the flesh and how much am i running away from the flesh on daily basis the flesh is at work abraham was told behold the child of this bond woman cannot be here take him out how much have we killed the flesh how much have we mortified the flesh? How much have we crucified the flesh? Christians, seek not yet repose. Look at yourself. Look in the world. Look the inner man of your life. How much have you taken the flesh out of you? How much is the flesh struggling with the spirit inside of you? How much have you decided to say, my God, my God, kill the flesh out of me? Thank God we made some glorious declarations just now. And we, we are still meditating on some declarations we want to make. I want to counsel yourself and myself. Let us in every way look in a man. The Bible makes it very clear. It said the hearing ear and the same eyes are gift from God. That singular act of Abraham, that singular act, that singular act has brought us where we are in many ways and except we kill the flesh except we crucify the flesh except we ask god to take us out of the flesh we cannot in any way please god at the point at, at the point recently in our church within this period of these teachings i would i would come up by understanding and what would i come up with creating me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me thy joy of thy salvation. 
and renew the life spirit me. I put that song to a test. Like I said, very recently, very, very recently. And how will some people sing that song? He said, Take not thy Holy Spirit from me, restore unto me thy joy of my salvation. Who told you you have salvation that you can give? He gave you his salvation. But they sing it. Behold, the, the joy of my salvation. It is his salvation. He looked at you. He saved you. Not your salvation. What have you? How? Where is the salvation coming from that you have, that you want to give out? It is his salvation. And when I put it, all oh, people say, wow. Pastor, if I do hear them cry, ah, Pastor. And that is the truth. We sing some songs. We don't look in our world. And I made them to understand it is his salvation. Take not thy salvation from me. Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. And then you will see him renewing him, renewing that salvation to you on daily basis. Brethren, the flesh is at war. And Abraham was told, the child of this bond servant, the child of this bond woman, it cannot be heard. Take him out. And today, I am saying to yourself, myself, look inward. How have you given yourself to the flesh? Kill that flesh out of you. Let's war, let's, let's war against him. Let's set the Holy Ghost fire at war over the spirit of the flesh that we might be able to serve God. What am I trying to look at? Behold, to every problem there is a solution. The solution to in every way deliver us from the place of the flesh so that myself and yourself will be able to freely serve God and get all that God has willed down for us, for us to enjoy and for us to tell others how much he has saved us and how much he is blessing us and how much is leading us is for me and you to declare war on the flesh. Let's kill the flesh. Let's crucify the flesh. Let's ask our God to take us out of everything that, that represents flesh. Let's ask God to take us out of everything that represents flesh. Why? Because it will hinder us. It will not make us to in every way walk in the solution that God has put down for you and I. May God help us that that flesh will no longer in any way take upper hand in our lives as we walk with him even from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's in every way focus on God to work on the solution. <laughs> Very many things represent the flesh. And then the second thing I want us to look at so that we may be able to have at least five minutes with me this morning to pray and to ask God, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me to come into. I mean, the Bible makes it very clear. It says, without faith, no man can in any way please God. Thank God we quoted, we quoted the scripture of faith just now to make our declaration. 
without faith, without confidence in him. We cannot. Abraham realized the mistake and then look at how he would have in every way decided to cry out and to walk to help God, sorry, to let God help him to walk out of the place of their flesh. And so he, we are told in the book of Romans chapter 4, if you look at it from verse 17 down there to the end, you will see it, that behold, and when Abraham would have realized how much he has allowed the flesh to walk in him and to rule in him, he started every way to say he wants to walk in faith, he wants to operate in faith. Brethren, can I make myself and yourself to understand that the Bible makes us to know that behold, we have need of patience so that after we would have done the will of God, we might obtain the promise. Brethren, patience is the test of faith. That was, that was why Abraham operated the flesh. But when he realized that, what did he now do? He decided to come back and say, God, help me, help me. Bible makes us to understand. He, he refused to stagger in unbelief. He refused to stagger in faith. He was strong. This time around, he was applying patience. If God said it, I now want to say, God, forgive me for the error which I have made. Brethren, how much are you patient with God? If you cannot buy a car that you would want now, who told you that you cannot buy it in 10 years' time if you are patient with God? If you want to build a mansion tomorrow, or if you want to build a mansion in life, that you don't have the facility to build it now. If you are, if you and I are patient with God, you can build that house in three years' time. You can build it in ten years' time. Even if you are not able to build it, if you are able to build Christ inside of your children, what will happen? They will build you a greater house than what you had the vision of building. Let us in every way be patient with God. Patience. We need patience to walk with God. That you don't have that which you are praying God to have now. You don't have the child that you are praying for God to give to you now. You don't have the husband or the, or the wife that you are asking God to give to you now. That you don't have the job that you are asking God to give to you now. If you and I are patient with God in his time, he makes all things beautiful. Patience is the test of faith. So patience is the one way that many of us have refused to agree to work with inside of Christ. The first one is the flesh. The second one is patience. Patience is no longer making us to walk in the spirit of faith. Patience is no longer making us to wait on God. We want it now, 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 now. Microwave Christianity. Brethren, it will not take us to heaven. Brethren, it will not give us the very best of God. Everything today is microwaving. Everything today is microwaving. And we are bringing that attitude fast, fast into the place of church. We are bringing it into the place of our work with God. Everything today is microwaving. Instanter. 
And then when you can't get it the way you the way you want it now, many people will say, Oh, he does not have faith. He does not believe in God. Oh, his faith is weak. Who told you that your faith is weak? It is just patience that myself and yourself need. And then God would make myself and yourself to come out in the testimony that he has designed for you to come out with. Let us not in every way be impatient with God now. Many of us are not patient again with God. Many of us want it now, now, now. That is not just, that is not only the spirit of God. I want to say that when you and I walk with God in patience, what will happen? The best will come. I have, I have, it's not a slogan, it's an understanding that I, I work with. I mean, you come to me and I say, oh, pastor, that job I was believing for, I was believing God for, oh, I got it. Oh, the, it was it was awesome. The salary is great. I say it out right on the altar. The best is yet to come. Which means be patient with God. The best is on the way. The patient has the, the best has not come. The patient be patient, and then the best is coming. No matter what you come to tell me, oh Pastor, I got this. Oh Pastor, I got that. I will tell it to you from the altar. The the best is yet to come. And every everybody knows me for that one. Come to me at any point in time. Oh, the best is yet to come. And that is the prayer I'm going to pray for you, that God, the best is yet to come. Therefore, thanking you for what you have given now. And I am saying that the best is yet to come. So let the best come fast. So as to encourage this person in his or in her work with God. Many of us are no longer patient with God. Many of us want it now. Microwaving Christianity is taking us over. Brethren, it will not take us far. And it will not bring us into the testimony of God in all the cases that we are putting before him. It will only give you a half-baked testimony. But when myself and yourself patiently wait on God, we will see great things coming to us. I mean, some very recently, uh, my wife approached me and said, that this thing that, uh, oh, come. I, she came kneeling down, asking me for that. I said, well, that's all right. And then I, I, I looked at her and I said, come, do you know that in this thing that you are asking me to help you do now, or that we should go and do it now? Do you know that you are no longer patient with God? Do you know that you have not given God patience? to work it out in the way that he wants to work it out in you? Yes, she needs it. She needs it. And I know that she needs it. And that was a straight question that came out to me. And she looked at me and tears came out of her eyes. I said, yes, that is the message I want you to get. Let's be patient with God. Let's be patient with God. It's a thing that I go in and then find God. But God is telling me, hey, son, be patient. Son, be patient. Be patient. And tell her, hey, be patient. And oh, she realized it. She realized it. And that is what I am putting before you and I. I have no quoted scriptures. I've only just quoted one scripture each way. There are 20, more than 20 people scriptures I can quote for to you, 
but quoting the scriptures without you getting the message will not be able to up to make faith inside of you. I want faith to come out of you. Let us kill the flesh. Let's crucify the flesh. And let the spirit of faith come up inside of you and I. Let's be patient with God. And let the spirit of faith produce Jesus in us. The Bible makes us to understand. He said in him, through him, with him. Abraham looked for a city that has what? That whose builder and maker is God. He looked for a city that has foundation. And who is the foundation of his of, of his work with God? Jesus is the solution. Jesus is the foundation. And when Jesus is the foundation, he knows how to in every way bring you out in a testimony that people will say, What? This could only be God. That was why Abraham looked for a city that, that whose builder and whose maker is God, a city that has foundation. If Christ is our foundation, let's be patient with him, Christians. If Christ is our foundation, let's crucify the flesh. If Christ is our focus, let us in every way cry to him. We need him every hour. Let's focus on him. Let's look unto him. It is my prayer that the Almighty God would help us to crucify the flesh and help us not to in any way be impatient before him in the name of Jesus Christ. Therefore, I want us to cry to God this moment. We have five minutes to six. And so I want us to, out of these five minutes, let's use three minutes to cry unto God this morning. Which way have I allowed flesh to walk in me? Or which way is flesh still walking in me and trying to hinder me from my testimony? My God, I don't want this flesh to rule in me again. Lord, take me out of the walk of the flesh completely. My God, let the spirit of impatience get out of me. I want to be patient with you. I want to wait on you. I want to in every way surrender unto you. I want to wait on you. It's that day that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as ego that is patient. So we want to cry unto God. God, fill me up with the spirit of patience. Shall we cry unto God on these two things? I so limited it so that myself and yourself will have the understanding. Shall we cry unto God? Lord, crucify the flesh out of me. Lord, kill the flesh out of me. Help me no, to, to no longer walk with the flesh. Help me, oh God, to be patient with you. Shall we cry unto God? Let's ask him to fill us with the spirit of patience. Let us wait on him. Let us wait on him. Our hands are on the ground. We will no longer look back. Our God, we are looking unto you. There is something that makes me come into your presence, my helper. Therefore, let help me to be patient with Help me to be patient with you. Help me, oh God, that in any way I have given myself to the spirit of the flesh. My God, I pray you deliver me, deliver me, deliver me out of the work of the flesh. Deliver me out of the manipulation of the flesh. My God, I surrender completely unto you. 
and I am saying, help me, help me, help me, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Spreading the flesh, Thank you. Uh, let us just ask our Lord Jesus Christ to continue to intercede on behalf of our daddy in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us ask our Lord Jesus Christ to continue to release power in that Jesus, we have prayed. 